The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are controlling transmission. In the past 24 hours, we have learned facts and seen examples. We have been advised to leave it alone, to drop it. We I just happen to believe that the people who entrusted Tony. When it comes to investing in innovation, trust the experts. RoboGlobal provides laser-focused investment portfolios that deliver access to robotics, AI, and healthcare innovation globally. The HTech portfolio captures the technologies transforming the medical space, providing unique exposure to best-in-class companies. Investors, turn to this diversified approach backed by research from the experts. Learn more today at RoboGlobal.com HTEC. Might just like to know all the facts, even the ones that no human mind today can explain. <laughs> Who does that? Who has time? The worst thing of all is I watch it. I can't not look. It's like a drug. You can't resist it. It's an addiction. Yes, yes, yes. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the Tony Bruno Show. Hello. We are live on Facebook Live. No, there's nothing wrong with your television set or your radio. We are using Facebook Live. This isn't the Phillies broadcast. Don't worry. We won't have all kinds of things coming over the screen. We will have hearts, though, flying up and down like they do on Facebook, but that's what it's for. So we want to thank Major League Baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies. What a bad, what a bad year the Major League Baseball executives decided to do a collaboration with Facebook, a company in the toilet right now. And I know they probably put this together last year, but nobody, I mean nobody, is screwed up in the world of sports more than Major League Baseball for the last what, two decades or so. Hello, there's Tony Bruno Live. Tony's here. You're watching us on Facebook Live. <laughs> You're ripping the company that they're watching you on. Uh, well, no, because you know Facebook to us, they're the pimp, and we're the hoes. Ah. So they pimp us and allow us to use their platform in in lieu of gaining all of our personal information and then using it against us. Yeah, but we're not just, they're not our only pimp then. No, I mean, Facebook's a pimp. Yep. Twitter's a pimp. Yep. Uh, Instagram's a pimp. They're all, they're all the pushers. They're all the drug dealers. We're all the addicts. Got it. Because basically we don't have to pay to go on there. That's right? correct. You don't have to pay to be on Twitter, Facebook, 
Instagram, you pay, any social media. You pay after you go on Twitter. That's yeah, you, you pay, pay after, after your <laughs> marriage ends. Yeah, after your career is destroyed. Right. After your personal information is gained, your integrity, your, your you know, everything, your self confidence, but you're, you're giving them all that. Let me just say this: I'm not trying to defend Facebook. You're giving them what they want in lieu of the services provided. So, the thing about the Facebook and the baseball thing, and I know people are upset, and a lot of people are ripping it, and I was having fun with it today. And here's the problem. What's the one thing? And by the way, Miss Robin is here wearing her Deutschland, or what does that say? Nederland. <laughs> yeah, totally wrong. I know Deutschland. That's Germany. Nederland is the Netherlands. Correct. Thank you. Right. Think I'm stupid? I know that's not a Syracuse jersey. I know that. Nah, hell no. no. I know it's not a Flyers orange. Although, not this close to me. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have worn it and people thought it was my Flyers jersey. I'm like, really? It's because the sheep, they all flock, man. That's no, exactly right. Just because they it's colors, orange. They see colors. Yeah, orange does not necessarily always mean Flyers. Orange is the new black. Is that still on, by the way? I, I hope not. So. Luigi Curto's here just off another fresh Funkin' Fantasy Festival. <sighs> On oh, Tuesday and nights. I just got done putting the last of the ambers out on the floor. Is that still that burning? It never goes out. It's like <laughs> eternal flame, man. That dumpster will burn forever, man. We thank you for joining us. I want to hear. I want to get a lot of phones. We want to do some heavy phones Heavy tonight. phones. Six one nine. Heavy, not Heavy D and the boys. No, no. They're, they're, heavy they're, phones and the listeners. Mm-hmm. 619-924-9874. Now, it's easy to rip. It's easy when the Phillies stink out loud to find something else to complain about. But there, if you're just scoring at home and if you don't have Facebook, the Phillies are off to a 1-4 and four start. And their manager, after a debacle over the weekend, the opening weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, goes to New York, gets snowed out, and then, of course, loses a game thanks to a bad shift in the infield on Monday night when they finally played and then has his uh, center fielder playing about 50 feet too far in, and a ball goes over his head. Now, is this analytics? Partially, yes. We know Gabe Kapler, the manager of the Phillies, is an analytics freak. You know how much I despise analytics. I believe there should be some analytics in the game, but I believe we live in a society now where because one guy a couple of years ago figured out that analytics are an important part of baseball, everybody decided to ignore the other part of baseball, which is understanding your team, their capabilities, their strengths, their weaknesses, and, oh, by the way, not alienating your players by keeping them on on eggs, walking on eggs, worrying about whether or not you're going to call something from the dugout that players who instinctively know is not going to work have to obey anyway. It's like most people. They go to a job. They don't like what their boss does. Some of them say, screw you, I'm leaving. Others say, hey, I need this job. i got to stay here. Yeah, most of us are like, obviously, they're thinking... I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Exactly. That's exactly right, Uke. And again, I don't want to bury Gabe Kapler. I'll do it. Not this early. I'm a little more patient than that. Give me, uh, wait until the weather changes. But based on the weather we've had here, that may not be happening No, it's this not going to happen, Tony. It's just been nor'easter after nor'easter, so what makes you think this it's is going to be happening instead of disaster? There's nothing worse than having a baseball season start when the weather is ungodly. It's having the baseball season start when the weather is ungodly and your team stinks on ice. Remember when the Phillies ended last season? There was a little bit of optimism. Hey, you know, they got they got to go out and get some free agency money. They'll bring in. They got some young pieces in sure. play. And then all of a sudden, there's no momentum from last year to this year. That's all nonsense. In Except for the Houston Astros. They got plenty of momentum. They, they, just, they just win every day. It doesn't matter. They're like 6-1. and one. 
said it and forget it with Houston, brother. You're damn right. I think they've already clinched their division. It helps when you have a lot of talent <laughs> on the field, though. You yeah, you have I mean? a lot of talent, and you, and you believe in one another. This Phillies team looked like they had something going at least psychologically looking forward to going into the next season, you know, last year. Up well, and Hoskins gave us a little bit of hope, like something something to watch out for, like a, a new kid to watch out for, and everyone's anticipating J.P. Crawford coming up. Exactly. There know? was hope. There was hope that this team was finally going to, just like the, just like the Eagles did, although no one expected a Super Bowl, just like the 76ers did after tanking all those years. Just after the Flyers did, after shooting in the first place and then just dropping all the way and out. And then they're, they're hanging in there and they're on a thread. But, you know, the San Diego Padres are off to a horrible start. The difference between but the that's Padres... the Padres, man. Come on. Yeah, but the difference between the Padres and the Phillies, one in four starts, is the Padres lost their games at home. They're one in four at home. The Phillies did it on the road, and now they come home and open the season. And so you're looking around baseball, and there's a lot of bad weather here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yankees and Mets couldn't play their first games. And what are you going to do? That's the way it works. Some years you're getting beautiful weather on opening day. Some years you don't. But the experiment with Facebook, back to that. Am I going to rip thinking about, listen, one of the things that we found out about doing a podcast early on, and we've been doing this for five years, is people always, you know, when you try to tell people about the podcast, no, this is five years. No, it keeps, you keep adding it's years. It's four years, bro. It's four. It seems like five. If, it's, if it was five, I'd have, I'd have quit already. It's four. If it, This is the fifth year, and I may quit on it. Well, no, the fifth year's a big anniversary, man. No, it's not. It's the nickel, bro. It's this, it's, no, you know. Not. It's a big one. Seven years, and I will divorce myself from this uh, thing. Seven years, you'll be contractually obligated to just be common law, common law podcast. Exactly. So anyway, so what we find out, Robin, when we go out there and tell people, hey, and I'm talking about my friends, my relatives, people, say 40 plus, anybody over the age of 40, what is the hardest thing for them to understand about a podcast? Um, the hardest thing, well, one is how to find it. Right, like they, exactly. they, 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 they don't understand, but that's just sort of a. They're, they're, and it's not because they're old, because a lot of older people are on Facebook, right? But it. they're on Facebook to tell everybody what you're doing before you go to the bathroom in the morning, and <laughs> and happy birthday to a relative that you really didn't want to talk to anyway, or they're putting there's lame political views on there, left and right, or or they're on there really just with a bunch of minutiae. But hey, if that keeps you occupied, that's fine. I'm not right. People want to go on there and play games and. Uh, Farmville and all this other stuff that's on there. Got time for that. It's like it's like when when the parents give their young kids a phone or a tablet at age two, so that the tablet can babysit them, so they don't have to parent anymore. You know, when young kids, all you see them, they're they're glued to their phones yes. too. So parents don't have to parent anymore, and adults don't have to adult anymore because, especially if their kids are grown, what are they going to do? Sit around and watch Oprah all day? She's not even on anymore. Soap operas are all gone for the most part. But back to the the most difficult thing, I think that it's 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 so ingrained in an older set of people that radio is on the radio, right? And TV, although and TV's on the, the older TV. people realize now that there's it's DVRs. It's starting. It's starting. I mean, it's absolutely starting because they're finding out. They're hearing it more and more and more. They're like, "What is that? Let me check this out." And once they find it, they love it. Yeah, but but Facebook again isn't a foreign entity. No, but not everybody is on Facebook. I'll give you an example of this. The Phillies and Mets were playing. There's 20 million people in the New York metropolitan area. There's 6 million people in Philadelphia. That's 26 million people. Now, not every one of those people is a baseball fan or a Philly fan or a Met fan. Mm -mm. But you would think a couple of million out of 26 million would be interested in a daytime baseball game, right? In the middle of the week, early in the season, 
You know how many people are online watching that Phillies-Mets game on Facebook? And the one thing about Facebook, which is what we love and what we try to tell advertisers, is that the difference between social media and media broadcasting and podcasting is that you know the actual numbers of people listening to you or watching you. It's hard evidence. It's right there. It's not like radio ratings or TV ratings where one person represents 100,000 people. One person represents one person watching. There were 77,000 people on Facebook watching the Phillies and Mets today. I'll give you an example. The night that I was watching the Eagles, we were all watching mm -hmm. here, even Jack in the back was NFC here. NFC Championship game. We were watching the NFC Championship game from my living room, right? Yep. 92,000 people <laughs> were watching me watch the Eagles Championship game. Now imagine if we were playing Minecraft. Oh, numbers man. Through the roof, or Farmville or whatever the new game is. Is Farmville still a thing on no, uh, Farmville's Twitter? Not I mean, thing. on Facebook? No, I, I do still every now and then What's get the somebody game? talking like my about My sister, it. my older sister Marie plays all those games. I've never looked at my phone and, and, and once thought, you know what? I actually would like to play a little Candy Crush. Thank you for the invite. I Only never once Candy thought came that. over and I crushed her. Well, that, that, that'd be well, a different I mean, thing. Come on, then candy's invited at any time. Same time man. Damn right, man. But always, anyway, always got a sweet tooth, so I understand social media. I'm not one of these old folkies who doesn't get it. We've been involved with social media since what, 2008, 2009, Robin? Somewhere when we were in LA. Yeah. So it's not like it's foreign to us. And as an older guy who understands the medium and has been in over-the-air broadcast radio and TV for 45 years, I'm one who's embraced this. You have to embrace future technologies. So I'm not sitting here playing old fogey and saying, ah, get away with this Facebook and this Instagram and our Twitter. I'm not saying that. It's important. But the problem with baseball trying to do it is that the majority of baseball fans are older. Baseball fans skew 45 right. plus. The majority of baseball fans are people who want to relax, turn on the game, and watch the game. Yes. However... They are obviously trying to draw in the younger crowd. But younger people aren't sitting around on a Wednesday afternoon at 1.40 waiting for a rain delay to watch a baseball game on Facebook. But They're on Instagram and, all, and Snapchat trying to get laid. Well, the thing that I think that they made the mistake is that they did one or the other. They should have just done both. They should have had it on regular TV. I and agree. Then they Give them a choice. And then also had it on Facebook for the younger crowd that they can just click on it no matter where they are. They're, they happen to be at the bus stop. They happen to be at school, at work. They can just click it on and see it on their on their phone on Facebook Live. That would have been the first smart part. Yeah, because choice. if you're in your car, except you're Luigi, he probably would be watching the game on Facebook Live <laughs> and driving rather than texting. So no, I at, le at least it took all, at least it kept people from texting and driving, but instead they were watching a baseball game with stuff all over the screen while they were driving today. And we had some people that were on, were on the line, but they just dropped off. Uh, now Jack is here. Jack is in the back. Yeah, he's in the back. And the number to call in 619-924-9874. I guess they were waiting for someone to scream, but Jack had a little bit of technical difficulty. So make sure you call back in if you're willing to call in. So we got now... We want to see the you're not you're on our Facebook live feed. We just have the three camera shoot here, right? And then people will do heart. Do the hearts still fly? Because now I have the Facebook live feed up. Doug do the people make no, the heart go up and down? What you now have is the Periscope live, and oh, you okay. can get you can get a you can get your hearts on there as well. I want some hearts tonight. And Show me some love. Doug McGregor says 92,000 people can also, can also watch Riddle run around in favor of the Phillies <laughs> exactly game. Exactly right. He was active earlier. He was active. At least yes. my cats are always in the right position and aren't doing bad switches and shifts in the infield. And, Joe, you, you Joe. Just, and here, this, so this screen right here, mm -hmm. Tony, is your Facebook Live. That's your Periscope Live. 
Okay. So Mick Delaney says some people, you know, some people have jobs, but then Joe Rufino rebuts and goes, well, offices do block social media so that viewers worse, you know, they exactly. were kind of screwed with that. Now I remember back in the day, since I'm an older guy, we used to bring the transistor radio to school, you know, during daytime games and playoff games how and m- listen to the radio. How many miles Basically, uphill in the snow? I used to walk three miles okay. in the snow right. up and down each way uphill in both directions. Barefoot. See, see all feet? the you have feet. <laughs> feet. See all you the different feet? hearts you're getting. Tony? I see a lot I of hearts. You. I love those hearts. And then John from Brooklyn, New York, just checking in. Well, yeah, well you do you have Periscope up? Oh no, I don't have Periscope. I, I my have Periscope's a- always well, on. I hear you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what up? You know how I knew? You know why my Periscope's up more? Because I watch a late a lot of late night TV, and I saw Big Frank Thomas. Frank the big Thomas hurt, huh? Hook, the big hook, hurt. Hook me. Have you seen the Frank Thomas new commercial? No. For what's, some, what's, what's he hawking for now? Some, it's some uh, like a male enhancement thing. So he's in a gym, right? Frank Thomas. Wait, the, the big hurt. The big hurt. So he's male in a gym working out, and there's a couple of white housewives in there who are pretty attractive, and they're like, is "I've that seen Frank this video. Thomas? I've seen this video is before." Fra- no, not then. They don't go into the back room. I mean, that oh, would make okay, it funny. Okay, okay, okay. I would watch it if that I was see. the case. It's like, oh, aren't you Frank Thomas? Like, that chick would have known... She wouldn't recognize Frank Thomas if she was at Comiskey Park. Right. And, and she was sitting along the first base line, and, and she, he was 10 feet in front of her. She wouldn't know who Frank Thomas was. Oh, Frank, you look great. You look like you could still play. He says, hey, baby, yeah. Why don't you come into the back room? I got Rick Patino waiting back there. We'll have a little school in Geely. Then maybe we'll talk some baseball. He went from the big earth to the big... <laughs> Listen, you know, if you get an endorsement deal at 2 a.m., who am I to criticize your question? I'll pimp anything. I don't give a shit. Meanwhile, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So we're talking Facebook Live and eugenics. Way, that's what Dennis Taylor said. Eugenics. eugenics thank eugenics. you. Isn't that the? Uh, isn't that what the Nazis used? Eugenics. Yes, that is correct. I you, think it's eugenics. I, I don't think, think it's eugenics. Eugenics. You're you're thinking of something else because eugenics is the uh, the what. Uh, the Nazis used to get rid of people. Exactly. Yes, it was systematically getting yeah. rid of people they didn't think were um, aborting aborting people that were undesirable. In fact, the the woman who was founded Planned Parenthood was a eugenist. Cor- correct. Right. That is correct. She believed in that. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's Meanwhile, that and they still believe in it to this day. And Je- uh, Jeff Nabrakowski was saying that Tony, let's talk about some positive stuff. How about Nova winning the national championship? Yes. Well, I'm getting to that. I'm talking about I, the I'm, most I'm, important I'm, story I'm, of the day. I understand. Yeah, it's a slow. You think build. I'm just going to do negative? No, stuff? of course. It's a slow I'm not even build. being negative. I explained the purpose of Facebook and Twitter and and all social media. There is no purpose. So I'm telling you, I'm not going to sit here and just rip Facebook. They don't pay me any money. I don't pay them any money. But they, you know they, how they, you know how we do get paid, sort of. Not yet, but we're hoping. <laughs> How do we get paid? Is if everybody shares. So if you're on Periscope, if you're on Facebook, wherever you are, please. But we're not up. getting. It's not like we're making a lot. We're not no, doing this to make a lot of money. No, but we do need to make money. Otherwise, why are we doing this? Then we'll have to have a. And we'll since do a we don't, fund me. And since we don't charge anybody that's listening, please share, 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 share. Because if you share, then more people see it. Then our sponsors will be more interested. Exactly. So anyway, that's the lay. So. The good news about this Facebook outrage of the day is that it's not going to be all season. They're only doing it for a couple of games. So this isn't something that's going to happen. And by the way, you know, this isn't the first time games have been streamed on social media. I mean, there have been games, NFL games, streamed live on Twitter. So this is just leagues experimenting with ways to try to get more eyeballs on their sports. Right, but before when they did that, though, I don't think that they were doing an... 
either or. Yeah, no, there were some. Doing... There were some that were exclusives, really? but they were usually like bad games <laughs> in the middle and, of the like, night, or like the, the London game well, or things yeah, like the, that. The, the NFL did it with uh, who was it, Cleveland and Jacksonville or something. Yeah, they'll do a game that and just a, not yeah, a game well, that nobody was going to watch anyway. They need to so do like, it on both. Yeah, and again, I don't care whether they do it, but I think a lot, especially when consider this: the Phillies' last game was played on Saturday. Because they didn't play on Easter Sunday. Correct. Then Monday there was snowed out. Then Tuesday night's game against the Mets wasn't on television mm-hmm. from New York. And then Wednesday's game wasn't on television. So they want four days. Now, some people say that's a, a blessing in disguise. Some of us so would, So there were Tony. four days people didn't have to watch Gabe Kapler pull his magical analytical ass out of his hat or hat out of his ass or whatever he's doing. So there's goods and bads. To me... Was I outraged? No, I, th- I was making jokes about it, which is what I do about a lot of things. I don't let things anger me as much as a lot of people do. I was poking fun at it, making comments. Can you still poke somebody on Facebook, or did they get rid of that? No, you can still poke. Can you still poke? No, I think Rob? you wave at them now. No, I think you can still poke no, I think you wave. I haven't been poked in a long time. That's a shame. Bro. If Aww. somebody can poke me right now, it's been about, I'd appreciate it's about it. about 10 days, man, for me, brother. Bro, it's a drought. It's an outrage. Well, I've been, I've been sick like the entire calendar year. It's you have outrage. been sick a long time, man. This is it. I, I'm, I have like chronic bronchitis. Ugh, I just I get better, and then two days later, I'm sick again. The weather, of course, has nothing to do with no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> just you want to open up mail or, you know, exactly. or log on to Facebook. So or anyway, Twitter. we're talking about that. You want more evidence that, you got more it, evidence? that games being... And, and uh, Let me just, before we get to Nova and all the other stuff and the phone calls, more evidence how the cable companies who are getting... Cable cut, all, cable yeah. cord cutters. That's the big thing in cable, right? Yep. People don't want to pay $200 a month for cable, Hells right? Hells no, because you can So what it. happens? So they cut the cable. They find over-the-air TV stations. Right. And obviously, you're not going to get all the, you know, the sports packages and stuff. And that's how they get you. But what are they doing? They want people to... They're now focusing on internet. All these cable companies who didn't want to sell you internet alone before mm-hmm. now realize that people are getting rid of their... Cable service services. altogether, yeah. So you still need internet because now the world runs on internet. And the thing about the internet is that you can go watch a lot of stuff on the internet, pretty much anything you want. Yes. So, for example, the Villanova National Championship game used to be on CBS, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember when I worked at ESPN, and ESPN was the first network that got to televise Major League Baseball playoff games. I remember in the early 90s when the Cubs were in the playoffs. I was in Chicago. The first year, I think, they made the playoffs – in a while, when Mark Grace and all those guys on that team and Sammy Sosa. So I'm driving around in Chicago with a bunch of the ESPN people, and the Cubs were playing. And the game wasn't on over-the-air TV because ESPN was a cable channel. So people were complaining in their cars, and it, and it wasn't on radio in Chicago. Was it that Bartman the, Red Sox series? I mean, was it that, that Bartman series against, I don't against the Marlins? I don't want to say because okay. it's so long ago. I don't mm-hmm. want to... Then people no will problem. me if no I'm problem. wrong. But the bottom line is... That was the complaint, you know. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a security guard, and I work in a place where there's no cable. We just have a regular TV set with the regular channels over the air, which you can get with an antenna and not have to pay a dime. So people were complaining about games being on cable. Now, that's the 90s. So fast forward 25 years later, CBS used to have the NCAA tournament, right? You turn yes. it on. You can get the CBS channel just on a regular TV without any cable. You don't even need an antenna anymore, Right. So people who are working that don't have cable television can watch the games. The ratings for the Villanova championship game on Monday night on TBS now, remember, okay, with all the CBS people doing it, so it was a quality broadcast, 
It's just they put it on cable, TBS. Now, the argument was, well, everybody has cable now. Actually, not everybody has cable now. And the one thing about TBS is you're not going to just get it on cable. No. You're not going to get it, I mean, on the internet unless they stream it. But a lot of these companies on cable who, who do stream will charge you for it. If you want to watch a cable channel and you're not subscribed to it, for example, I have AMC. AMC now offers a special premium channel. So you pay for the cable, you get AMC, but if you want to watch, say, Walking Dead without any commercial interruptions, you pay for the premium channel and you get that. So people are getting oh, okay. choices. But if you don't have those channels or, or you don't have cable, you're not going to be able to live stream a lot of stuff unless you pay for it. So that's ESPN's doing the same thing. ESPN is having a streaming platform that they're going to charge you for because not everybody sits at home and watches ESPN Sports Center anymore. So the world's changing and people are adapting. But the thing about the cable companies, and they realize it, they know that you have to have internet to do anything you need to do. That's the most important thing on the planet right now. Yeah, if you just want to use Netflix or whatever the case may be, you have to have have the internet. So George um, he said that he has Streambox. Streambox? Streambox. I know her. I know her. Anyway, that's my take, and it's reality. It's not a, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not taking a stance that's hardcore anything. I'm just giving the facts of the world we live in today. That's why you're seeing all the cable companies say, hey, you want to buy Internet alone? Okay, and then they jack the price up for Internet alone. I think like Internet alone for the high speed for Comcast, whatever, I think it's like 60-something a month. I no, think it's, it's actually more than, more than that. that. But I'm running like, I mean, like I said, my, my cable bill alone is like 184 a month, I know, which it's is just, insanity. It's, it is insanity. And I watch about maybe nine minutes of TV. Yeah, when, it, when I looked at it, because they give you the, the triple play mm-hmm. deal, right, on a two-year deal, and then I looked into cutting out the phone and the cable bill actually went up. It's an outrage. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. It's a national outrage, and <laughs> I won't stand for it. What I love is when it says taxes <laughs> and fees. Yeah. What are the fees? What exactly are the fees? Well, it's all the taxes so that we can not fix the potholes in Philadelphia. City tax, state tax, sales tax, tick tax, tick tax. any kind of damn tax they can add. Soda tax. Let's go on to something tax. positive, Tony. Oh, uh, let's talk about the Villanova Wildcats. Because that was awesomely positive. Mm. We were watching it. Luigi and I were watching it. Then he had to leave after the first half. And we saw. Oh, we said this is going to be. This I be said a in the first half. We saw ride, the bro. first 10 minutes that Wagner guy, Richard Wagner from Michigan. Wagner. The big German kid. The Germans. The Germans. The Germans. They were, they were playing great. And then all of a sudden. Something went horribly, horribly wrong. Dante's Inferno <laughs> caught fire, man. And when he's not tweeting about rap lyrics from when he was like 12 years old in high school yeah, what was and that the all world about? was trying to destroy him because he was quoting Meek Mill and rap lyrics on his Twitter feed as a 12-year-old, which probably leads to all the high school teachers hooking up with these kids now. You notice the raft, the rash of hot high school female teachers in their 20s Hooking up with like thirteen and fourteen year old boys the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. It's an epidemic. What's going on with that? Do you think it's just that? Because these these thirteen, fourteen year old kids are woke, and these twenty something match. I think it always happens. Twenty eight to thirty year old school teachers looking at these young dudes and saying, you know, we hear all this stuff. Men are more virile up until they're eighteen, and then they start going downhill. So these school teachers, and this is not. This is me. I'm not making this up. No, no, no. What's good? But I don't think I don't think it's just happening more now. I think people were hearing about it more because back in the day, 
if a younger guy hooked up with a teacher, everybody's like, oh, man, you are so They're still lucky. saying that to this day. You're what do you so mean? Lucky. You but got, if a dude, if a, if a school teacher, right, if, flipped, if a guy hooks up with a female student, the world comes to an end. Yes. Right? But now, because of all of the awareness and they're realizing that, you know what, this is not a good thing, even if it's flipped and it's, it's the younger guy and older woman, now they're actually making it public. It used to be that it was just kind of like frowned upon. No, not anymore. Now it's no, cool. No, I know. And so they, so they, no, somebody went, cool. somebody who didn't like Dante DiVincenzo somehow went on his Twitter feed and tried to bury the kid, not even like a minute after he had cut down the nets about stuff that he was writing on Twitter in 2011, 2012, and 2013. So he was in high school. I mean, that, yeah, probably a high school freshman. Right. William Schlieg here on uh, on Facebook Live says Mary Kay Letourneau was a trendsetter. Yes, she was. I what she looks like now. Mary Kay Letourneau? Yeah, Mary Kay Letourneau. She was, was one, one of the, the first, first ones uh, that was made hugely public because really? it was her. She was having an affair with a younger guy, and then I think she, she got pregnant by him. Right? Yes. Yeah. Knocked up. I think after he. Graduated high school. I think they ended up together. I, don't know. I, don't I can't know. keep track of all of this debauchery. I only want to be a part of it sometimes, as long as it's a, <laughs> as long as there's consent and it's consensual. As long as it's consensual and it doesn't end up on uh, social media. I don't care if it ends up on social media. If I'm not breaking, if you're not breaking the law, if you're not doing anything wrong, go really? for it. I'm not saying. Oh, that. I'm I not remember saying her teachers now. and kids. I'm not saying teachers and thirteen year olds hooking up is not is good. No. I'm just saying it happens. Right. But I that's what I think her. happened to Dante DiVincenzo. That. You're you're not yeah, you know high school kids yes. now they're on Twitter they're on Instagram you know you know you, you saw did you see one of the tweets that was I, I found particularly amusing the one about if a, when a woman does a certain thing to you did you you didn't see these did you Luigi yeah I hate to do it to I, you man I know man God you give yourself one of these man you want me to do it to myself yes because yes, my thing's not working I hate it when that happens he used the famous <laughs> quotation from a, a, a former local TV reporter who got in trouble for this last year. When she said oh, right, something to a Philadelphia, yeah, no, when oh. when she was outside of a comedy club and said uh. something to a Philadelphia police officer, are you serious? When that they happened? threw her out. Oh, it was this one right here? Like my asshole. Yeah. How about that. What one was, of Dante DiVincenzo's tweets that he was called out for was about. I don't want to quote it verbatim, but he was talking about the thrill, the enjoyment of the sensation when a woman does that to you. Instead of when she does that, when a, when you do it to a woman, as this young it. lady, you get it. So if a woman licks his asshole, yeah, exactly. Right. That's it. I'll let let me just make it clear for everybody. I'm trying to be clear. I'm trying to keep. It I know clean. you were trying to keep. But it that's clean. what he said. He said, you know, there's nothing the sensation. I'm paraphrasing. Like when a woman licks your asshole, right? And then people are like, oh my god, oh a twelve, tw- tw- the same people who are putting. 13, I'm just saying, for those who have had it happen to them, the they same agree. people who are looking just up saying. to 17 year olds as now the force that's going to fix America are denouncing 12 and 13 year olds on Twitter, quoting rap artists who use those same lines. He, and a lot of his tweets were basically rap lyrics from songs. Was, but they're picking that up. Yeah, because they're, they're idiots. Dude, kids, kids in high school, it's all they do. They just quote rap lyrics. They, they quote exactly. musically. We've been doing that forever, man. Or mafia movies. Or mafia movies, exactly. exactly. But by the way, Villanova. <laughs> so we're saying that we saw the... Bafangul, <laughs> eh? how about that? But how about Jay Wright, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, he's so fantastic. Two years ago when we went to Houston, and I bestowed upon Jay Wright my blessing... Sort of like the Pope. We determined... I was like the Pope at, 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 in Rome. You know when the Pope comes out on the balcony? Uh-huh, uh-huh. In St. Peter's Square? Right. 
Pope Pope Tony? Pope Tony. There have been a couple of Pope Tonys over the years. Not the Pope of Greenwich, Greenwich Village. No, 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 he came out on a fire, exca- a fire escape in New York. and uh, in my hand, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says it all the time, just so I do, just so I do that part. <laughs> it in my hand. <laughs> I came out to... I, I was like the Pope, because I was on the second level overhang. Jay Wright and his boys are coming off the floor in Houston after their final public practice on that Friday afternoon. Remember that, Luigi? Oh, absolutely. Inside Reliance Stadium, and I gave him the blessing. I said, Jay, you're taking it home. And he gave me the nod. He gave me one of these. Oh, I just had one. Except you said it a little bit louder. Yes, I said it a lot louder than that. And then Jay won. And then Luigi, who was a big-time, enormous Jay Wright hater. Not a hater. Prior to that moment. Just didn't worship at the, uh, the altar of so the... I operating. didn't worship at the altar. I said, he's a great coach. And you refused to put the word great I did. in front but of his we name. Have... And then the second it happened, I said, he's a great coach. Now, after he's done this two and three years, he's now, he's now elevated his game to the upper echelon of great. So, he, is a, he is a great in coach. In other words, Luigi, you needed proof before you could see it, whereas Tony saw it ahead of time. No. I don't have Christmas cards from Jay Wright. I don't have Christmas cards from Jay Wright. No, Jay Wright. Jay Wright was was a listen. Jay Wright did have. We just won't admit it. No, I did admit it. I, Jay Wright did have the hardship of having to to recruit here and being poached from all over the country. All the great talent in Philadelphia. I mean, you guys live in Syracuse and UConn. People going to Duke, North Carolina, and him not being a really big school. It's a small school on the main line, right? Right. It's exactly and, what's amazing about it. You know, he comes over here. Comes from he comes from UMass. He starts putting the thing together and. He had some really great talent. The big, the big thing on him was he never got the big guy. He always had the guards, you know, like Lowry and mm-hmm. Scotty Reynolds, but he never the big guy. He'd always get the early exit. He'd be the one seed, the two seed. Remember, he's like the two seed, loses to American here in the Wells Fargo, or is it the FU Center at that time? It's the FU Center. So, excuse me. So he, everyone's saying that he's a great coach. He's a great coach. I, I think before we start throwing the word great around, I think you have to actually do something, like make a Final Four or two in a row, maybe win a championship or something like that. But what he did was when he, win, when he won that title with the least amount of talent he's ever had on mm-hmm. the court, that is where coaching comes into play. I think, it finally, I think he finally got to the part of the next level of coaching, and he was able to, t- to take that team to the next level, and that's when it became great. And now to be able to sustain that for two, two, two out of the next three years, listen, I don't think he's going to have to work so hard to recruit anymore. I think people are going to want to come and play for Absolutely. Jay now. Absolutely, and that's the advantage that, you get. And that's why the kids want to go to the Kansases, and we've talked about this Hofstra, for years. I'm sorry, it was Hofstra. That Hofstra, yeah, yes, he wasn't you, Thank you, William Schleich. Yes. And that's why people talk about, you know, when I saw Jalen Rose, who I like and know, say that, that, with, that, that Villanova's not a big-time program because they don't get McDonald's All-Americans, that makes his coaching job even more incredible. If you get, by the way, how many national championships did the Fab Five win at Michigan? All McDonald's All-Americans. Zero. Exactly. So just because you get the most McDonald's All-Americans doesn't guarantee you anything. So if the fact that Jay Wright doesn't get all the McDonald's All-Americans to go to Villanova and can still win a national championship, and I know you could say the Big East is weak, it doesn't matter. When you get to the NCAA tournament and you're taking down high seeds all the time, he's not beating seven seeds and 15 seeds. Well, and in order for him to get to the national championship this year, he had to obviously knock off a 16. Right. Okay. Well, all number off, one seed. Well, but I'm just saying, obviously, the 16. Yeah. Then he had to beat the nine seed, the five seed, the three seed, and the one seed. Exactly. So, and he did the same thing two years ago. Who did, he place in the, who did he play in the final four? The best, the best teams right. were there. I know. Kansas well, and North Carolina 
were favored in both games, and he beat them. So well, he's not he's not beating chopped well, liver. Well, the one thing that he did do, which which is kind of which is kind of cool, it's, and again, this is like the first time it's happened since you know Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's UCLA Bruins, is that that villain this Villanova team. They beat everyone by double digit points. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like they had any hardship in a tournament. No, I mean, was, they were just rolling, brother. They just steamrolled through this thing. I mean, seriously, they really weren't up against it at any point. There was like a couple moments where they were down. In the, the game West was Virginia game, but it was, was a little it. early. For like what? For maybe three, four minutes of that game? And no. then after that, it was boots to asses and call it a day, man. So the big parade tomorrow. You going to the uh, Villanova parade? No, buddy, I'm not. Oh, man. No, I'm not, man. It's a five-block parade, though. It'll be a 20th and March. No, seriously. 20th and Market, they'll start. And they'll come down towards City Hall, which is 15th in Market. So five-block parade, nice tribute. No potholes on Market Street, at least. Okay. So you All won't right. have to worry good. about falling into a, a pothole filled with water. They make sure Market Street's all right so that the city officials can all get to work every day and sit around and collect money doing nothing but wasting our tax dollars. Taxation without representation. representation. That's my political commentary for tonight. <laughs> we have determined, though, that you do have a man crush on Jay Wright. Who doesn't? I don't. Who does? It's not a man crush. It's a man. The uh, guy. I, I've said this a million times. Jay Wright is. If I had to be somebody else in my life, <sighs> it would be Jay Wright. Okay. He's got it all. He's a great-looking man, mm-hmm. yep. right? He's a great human being. Yep. He does everything right, and he gets rewarded for that. There's nothing wrong. There's there's nothing you can look at Jay Wright and say, "Yeah, that guy's a jerk." Nice. No, oh, I, I don't like what. Look what he has to bring in here to win. And no, he doesn't discipline his kids and all this other stuff. And, you know, and, and the other said thing a lot is, of good things about Joe Paterno before we found out some stuff, though, didn't we? So you're going to say somebody at Villanova? Well, no, they already had I'm it. just saying, man. They, they had a controversy at Villanova. It involved the guy who built their building for him, DuPont. No, listen, man. The Jay, Jay Wright is a, is, a, is a good guy, man. Seriously, he's a good he guy. He is. He's a great guy. I would, no, listen. And, you know, as a guy went to Temple, you know, I don't buy this. You can't root for Villanova if you went to another Philly area school. It's nonsense. When you've got a program like Villanova's and it's in your area, they're not in the city proper, but it doesn't matter. To me, they make Philadelphia look good on a national front because everybody who does their games on national TV, they all say the same thing. This is a small school in suburban Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. This isn't Duke. This isn't Kansas. But they're starting to become that now. Yes, they are. They You're are. absolutely right. And now kids will want to come here and play. Oh, no, just, uh, I just saw J.J. Wright just to throw a phenomenal alley-oop there. To uh, Rashawn Holmes, who's playing for the injured Joel Embiid in the 76ers are boat racing the Detroit Pistons. There's a shocker. First quarter. 37 points already dropped in the first quarter. The Detroit Pistons, they're not good. No, they're not very good at all. No. So let, what are we doing next now, Robin? And by the way, i got to get to the Masters, too. We do? Are we going to the Masters right now? Yes. And we want to go to the phones. I want to hear some people call, chime in yeah, now. Yeah, we do. We do have phone Oh, we have calls? calls we got Larry from Port Richmond on right now. Should Let's get Larry? Larry in here. Let's go Larry. We'll hear from Larry. He's a big Villanova guy. Huge now. Guy. Larry? Well, uh, oh, you know he, who he was probably excited about watching on Sunday? Who? Jesus Christ Superstar Live with the fabulous Alice Cooper. Alice as Cooper King. only sang one song, though. He was in it, though, earlier, and he played King Herod. He was fantastic. Nice, thanks. Oh, shut he's talking sure. about yeah. uh, He's talking about getting touches from Dominicos, too. So, like, what up, Larry? Larry, did you, were you happy when Villanova won? Yeah. Say, people were complaining that the game started Oh, yeah, too late. definitely. The game started at hey, 920. I'm before is... any team that wins. Any team in this area wins. If the Damn right, women's man. roller derby team wins, I'll go to the parade. So yeah, we got to bring roller anything, derby Anything, anything with the... Wow, 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 You all right wow, there? Wow, wow. How about the soul, though? When they win another championship, will you be out there with them? 
Uh, I was out there the last time, believe it or not. I had to do business downtown, and they were there that day. See? So I figured, what the hell, I'll stop by and say hi. Oh, you're, you're not, you're not. conveniently around. There was no not, traffic. There was nothing. It was a soul not, parade. You're not Streets a bandwagon three I for just, four guy like hey, Luigi I didn't plan to go down there. I, I just happened four. to be there. I'm I said, okay, let me check this out. I'm a five for five guy now. I'm a five for five guy. You're five for five. I thought you were a five for fighting guy. I <laughs> <laughs> you know I love John Andras. I know that's that why too. I yeah, that's yeah. hilarious, man. Well, okay. I want to tell you, one of your sponsors, going all out. My kids, they're his wedding party and all. They're getting their tuxes there. I'm getting my tuxes there. So I heard so, you went into Domenico's you know, up there on Frankfurt Avenue. You went in there, and uh, you saw the greatness Michael. that we've been talking about on this show, right? Well, I'm going in Saturday. My kids already went. I'm nice. going Saturday. Beautiful. So I'll see the greatness when I get there. Now, did now, your kids say that they liked the, the selection with the great Michael and Mr. Domenico in there? I, I guess. I don't know. He just said that's where he went. And I, <laughs> I don't talk too much to him. He, he has other things to do to talk to his old man. Yeah, now, it's better you, not to talk to your kids. Are you guys doing, going with a regular <laughs> black tux or are you doing something fancy? Uh, Well... Maybe I'll wear a white tux with bell bottoms look like John Travolta with a black shirt medallion and I get a hairy chest put on. That's a great look right there, <laughs> that man. That would be great. It worked for that David Hogg kid. He wore one. Oh, yeah, days. that would be, yeah, you that'd be wonderful, wouldn't it? That. No, you know what? They Although they probably would have that gold and brown shiny thing that Alice Cooper wore on the uh, the um, Jesus Christ Superstar live. Did you watch Jesus Christ Superstar live, uh, Larry, uh, Sunday night? No, I totally forgot. No, I totally forgot about it. Really, I thought of all people, so, you would so be much. watching Alice Cooper on that. I tried to watch it, and again, it's not because the cast wasn't good. I just growing up in that era of all those rock operas in the seventies, and I love rock and roll. I just never yeah. got into like Hair and Jesus Christ Superstar and Cal Oak Calcutta, even though there was nudity in Oak Calcutta. I still couldn't get into it. You know, all the, it was all about rock operas. Yeah. You know, it was like operas and 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 uh, and plays became electric guitarified. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, like yeah. even Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I remember that with Rick Moranis. How can you not like that? But that wasn't yeah. really a, that they didn't make an opera out of that though, because that was based on stupid stuff anyway. It's like hey, well, Rocky like Horror Tom, Picture Tom, Show. Tommy, Tommy was a rock opera. R Tommy was a rock opera. That was exactly a rock right. Opera. Yes, the music's good, but I don't really need to sit around on a Sunday night watching 500 commercials to see a two-hour show become a four-hour show. Well, that was a little bit tough. It's ridiculous, I agree. man. That was, that was hard. They yeah. should have not That's done that. That's the worst of it. That's I was saying to John, screaming at John Lennon, saying, bring your wife out naked and maybe I'll keep watching. Well, speaking of naked, I did see hair up in New York way back when. Uh, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> give me a head with hair, long, Give me a head with hair, hair long, beautiful crap. hair. I, was I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. half of us, and half of us don't have it anymore. Yeah, Shining, gleaming, and all the other things they used to say. Yep. Like, I didn't even like West Side Story. Man. Who the hell likes West Side Gangs Story? Gangs never sang when they fought. When they when squared off in Nally. All the way. Yeah. yeah. They didn't. Did you, Maria! you think the Crips and the Bloods in L.A. break into dance when they're about to knife each other? You think, Come yes. on, man. You think oh. you start playing bad for Michael Jackson? <laughs> you think Electric 2 Boogaloo breaks yeah. out in the middle of the street? Hell no, man. They have a dance-off. Come on. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable, Larry. It's an yeah. outrage, man. It's an absolute that, outrage. That solved all the crimes, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, if you get out dance, you shoot the guy. 
So, exactly. Settles in the streets. That's so ridiculous. Boom box, yo. Hey, what do you think? <laughs> uh, change the subject. They think the Flyers are going to make the playoffs. You think they're going to lump it right out? And I don't know. If they, even if they right get out. in, this isn't a team that's going to go anywhere. Nobody I mean, cares. nobody expects them to. It's like the yeah. nobody expected the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. And now, you know, people are thinking that the Sixers may win the NBA championship. So who knows? But this, the Flyers just oh, yeah, aren't there yet. They're, already, yeah. they're too inconsistent, Larry. They could look great one night and then come out and stink up the ice like they did against the Islanders. So yeah. when you're not consistent, especially down the stretch, you know, the Sixers are playing better than anybody in the NBA right now. So, you know, it's, uh, you've got to be high on them because their future's great and Embiid's not even playing. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they're still poleaxing teams. So now the Sixers are on the rise, man. And I'll Maybe. tell you what. They get they, if they can get through the first round without Embiid because they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs, and they'll get Embiid back at some point. Yeah. So and Fultz is starting to look better. He's, he's looking good right now. He's on the court. No, the guy's got moves and he's healthy. Who could be? Who could be his angry head, at that? His headbutt game is strong. Is, is Joel Embiid could you know he's, exactly man. You got to do that to I the opponents though, man, not to exactly. your own teammates. Well, he's a rookie, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> he knows. Yeah, leaving me come back and knock out Embiid. That that was you know like but that was great. an accident. Another that was a really mistake. Curse. That was an accident. Hey, I go sum up the uh, Flyers' playoff chances. Listen, I, here's a quote. <laughs> That's live toilet flushing, I believe. Flush the toilet, Larry. <laughs> you got to put the phone yeah. down. Put the phone down as close to the water without dropping yeah, without it in dropping there. Yeah. It in. Don't drop it in, Larry. Unless you got one of those new two thousand dollar iPhones that you can flush down the toilet and uh, pull right back out again with poop all over it and say, I still got an oh, iPhone 10. Oh, God, Tony. Wash yeah. it off. Do you have to go there? No, Apple goes there. I don't. Anybody who spends $1,000 for a phone needs what to have that their head examined. is absolutely right. Exactly. Yeah, $1,000 for a phone. God, that's more my social security check. Damn right. <laughs> all right, uh, when's, the, when's the wedding now? The wedding is May 12th. Oh, it's not bad. Wow, we're close, oh. real close, brother. Month away. Hey, I'll give you the I'll give you the info. You want to crash it? May twelfth. I'll crash I it. I kind of like it because you met you met him at the hockey game. Yes. One well, time Luigi we and Joe Corrado are, are big time wedding crashers. They, they are. are. I got another wedding June second. They have you crashing a wedding on no, June second. I got to buy this one, but I'm going to crash. I told you the story. Joe and I got invited to a wedding. We showed up at the wrong venue. We go in. And we start mingling. We get a few drinks. We're eating a few, you know, we're eating. But it was the same place. But there were multiple weddings. It was actually we were a block away. Oh, so you even in the right building? We tossed the keys. We went to the wrong (laughs) building. So we went. We our friend Jersey AJ gets married. She invites to the wedding. Joe and I go. This is this is the day after I got surgery on that lumpectomy I had on my on my chest. So we go in there, and AJ's a sister, right? So we oh yeah, we love AJ. I haven't heard from her. She's coming to the show next Tuesday with the baby. Oh no! Yes, yes, yes. You guys got to come down. So you can I love baby. babies. So we go, we go into the wedding, and again, we grab a few cocktails. We're talking to a few people. We're talking to some of the groomsmen, whatever it is. And Joe and I are just BSing, and we're eating some food. And he's like, uh, "Let me look for our, ta- our our table card to see where we're sitting." And Joe's like, uh, "He's like, yeah, it's a little, it's a little light in here, isn't it?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like. AJ's a sister, man. She have any black people in her family, right? So we're looking around, and finally we find out we're at the wrong freaking venue. And Joe's like, "Oh, we should get out of here." I'm like, "Let's have another drink first. Let's have another drink left over here." We're talking to the father of the bride. We're BSing the whole time. Were there heavy hors d'oeuvres? At least heavy hors d'oeuvres. Okay. But then we, let, we we go downstairs, and we're like, "Yeah, we're looking for so and so." And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's actually down the street." So then we show up, and we walk in, and we and we knew it was a little bit more our speed. 
And then we find AJ. We tell her the whole story. She told everyone it was hilarious. But yeah, so we hung out at the wrong wedding. I think 45. that's a good way to make a living these days. If you're you know a weekend, you don't have any money. Screw going out to the bar and paying thirteen dollars for a, Hell, yeah, no. a watered down drink. You go to the find medic, a way. You, you find a way. You get a tux. You get a and, suit, and you get in there, man. And for single men, it's the best way to pick up women. Absolutely. I mean, there is a reason why they made that movie. The Wedding Crashers. I never saw the movie. I it just, was all about two guys. I know what it was about, yeah. but I don't need to watch a movie to know how to crash a wedding, wedding. season, baby. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> it happened, but it was great, though. I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna leave out a full drink? What are you gonna no. do, man? Now, did you did you have any lasting relationships that, that 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 like? Did you keep in touch with any people that you met by accident? No, no, nothing like that. But we did talk to the entire groom party. <laughs> that was the best. That's the thing about weddings. Not everybody knows everybody, so all you have to do is know the name of the. The bride's family, last name, and then you're in. So because yep. they were coming, like, you know, how do you guys know? Like, oh yeah, we know the bride. Like, oh yeah, that's nice or whatever. Like, oh yeah, we're here with the groom. That's cool, whatever. Did you guys? Did, did, you, did you guys get to the service? No, we just got here for the reception. We couldn't make the service the whole night. Going back and forth. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe's ordering Jack and Cokes. I'm free taking shots. Was a top shelf uh, bar? Actually, no, cash bar. Cash bar. Cash bar, man. That's an hour. Absolutely. Screw that. Now, I'm AJ, walking out. AJ, AJ I'm crashing that wedding, and as soon as I have to pay for a drink, I'm out of there AJ like Vladimir, the, baby. AJ had the full night. Seafood buff, seafood uh, hors d'oeuvre buffet. Anybody who night. has a cash bar at their wedding yeah, that's wrong. should be at the Golden Corral doing their wedding. All I right? hear you, brother. It was an outrage, man. It was an outrage. <laughs> that's why we hightailed it out of there. Damn right. It was great, though. Because if it had been <laughs> open bar, you would have still stuck around. We may never made AJ's wedding. <laughs> I've never heard of a cash bar at a wedding. It's a cash bar, man. <laughs> Larry, have you ever heard of a cash bar at a wedding? They have cash bars. Sure they do. I got the oh, cash yeah, bar. Oh, yeah. I've been in to a couple, too. Well, I mean, I've heard of weddings where you like Actually, they, they serve wine and beer, but and if you want to buy the top shelf yeah. stuff, you pay That's probably what was happening, because Joe was ordering Jack and Cokes at, a, at an, yeah. an, an alarm. It's an outrage, man. Oh. If I'm going yeah. to a wedding, if there's no, I, if, if somebody invites me to the price. wedding, and there's no, and there's a cash bar, I'm out. I'm out. Rack I'm me. Out. Rack that. I'm guy. out. <sighs> All right, Larry. We'll take care, yeah. buddy. We'll see you soon before the wedding. I hope. Okay. Yeah. Next. Let, let me know the next time. You know, once you get out in the crowd, like go down to the bar again, so I can show up. William Schleck says, will Jeff Foxworthy preside over the wedding? <laughs> well, I think our... our if your yeah. wife has the same last name as your father, <laughs> you might be a redneck. <laughs> I do believe our next remote is going to be up at Cantina Laredo. May 5th. For- Cinco. Cinco de Mayo, homie. Cinco de Mayo. It's a combo mambo and not it the is. kind that Little Caesars had to give away for love, for lunch the other day after the, uh, the U.M. US, uh, BC? UMBC upset 16-1 really? game. They gave away free... Pizza combo mambo Why? lunches. Because they said if a 16 beats a one, we will give away free pizzas. All across the nation. Yeah, and they did yeah. on Monday. Nice, man. It's a, this is a combo mambo, and that Cinco de Mayo combo mambo is Cinco de Mayo at Cantina Laredo. It's the Cabo mambo mambo. And it's, it's also the Kentucky Derby the same day. Oh, so we got to get up, we got to get up early because not only do we have to set up for the podcast there, but we got to get to the OTB because we got to get the action in. Yes. So we're going to be busy. So it's going to be a long it's going to be a long day for you and I. Tony. And you know yes, what one of the hot horses is so far? What? Gronkowski. You know about this horse? No, Gronkowski. It's a European horse. And the owner named it after Rob Gronkowski and he won the European they had a European uh, leg where they had to win certain races and get points to qualify mm-hmm. and he qualified for the Kentucky Derby. So one of the hot horses on May fifth at Churchill Downs will be Gronkowski. No, I can't. I can't wait, man. That's that's, that's a that's that's a big day for Tony. We really get into it. We study oh, yeah. the horses up. Rob Gronkowski is going to be at the Kentucky Derby. And he says he will do be doing everything 
bareback that day to Aww. commemorate uh, to commemorate the horse named after him. Saturdays are for the boys. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> You get that, Robin? Uh, He's going bareback bare joke. I uh, get that. Right. Yes, I do. I, ca I can't Thanks. quit you, Tony. Come on, man. Jeez, Robin, you could at least laugh at the good jokes. These aren't even scripted. Now, we had Jose on, but he dropped. It was good. Call oh. us back, Jose, because I believe Jose is angry tonight. And you don't want an angry Jose. What up? Jose, get in here, man. He's not there yet. We got to right, drop. get back. Paul hey. First. What's I'll up? talk to you guys later. Have a good night. All right, there he is. Let's give Jack a roaring round of applause. Well, I won't give Jack one, but I'll give Larry one, though. Give Larry one and Jack in the back. Yeah. He's somebody. By the way, I said to Larry earlier today, there was Joe Malone, one of our Twitter followers, where everybody was making fun of the Facebook baseball game. He said, tomorrow's Phillies game will be televised live on billboards on I-95. So if you're stuck in traffic on I-95, you'll be able to watch the Phillies game. Just pull over to the side of the road. <clears throat> until Gabe Kapler runs out of the dugout, and then you can move ahead safely when you merge into traffic at the right time. Now, I, told, I was telling you earlier, I was telling you earlier during the show prep that, about the next level analysis I did with Gabe Kapler and the pitching staff mm -hmm. and everything like that. Because, you know, we love numbers here, and we love analytics, and we love next level stats. And uh, so I just want to let the people know here that this is what Gabe is, is, on, is, on, is on pace for. This is before today's game. So he used 21 pitchers in 29 innings. That was just a weekend. Okay. That's 1.3 innings per pitcher. Starters have gone a total of 12 innings in three games, which is a four-inning leash, all right? So here's where the next level comes in, Tone. There's 1,458 total regular season innings in 182 games of baseball. At this rate, at this particular rate that Gabe is going, his starters will pitch a total of 364 and a half innings, meaning the bullpen will go for 1,093 and a half innings at this rate. That's a hell of a job That's, right there. That, that is next-level stats right there. That and is. the fact is... Is that you're not getting that on baseball tonight? No, I mean I think he's made it a mission to let everyone in the ballpark at some point or another throw a few innings. I mean seriously, I may go out and be able to get a couple a innings. I, I, I can't. I see. I don't have the gas. I really don't have it. Um, I got I got some decent off-speed stuff. It's sloppy though, but it's sloppy. He's already used a position player in the first weekend to go out and pitch. Well, he's got he's got <laughs> he's got to get a look at these guys, Tony. It's early in the season, you know. I got to. This is how you got to learn your team, right? You get to learn your personnel. That's what we say, right? you got to learn your personnel. Meanwhile, at the Masters Par 3, give me a little Masters music here. Oh, I got that ready. I was expecting Jose to call him because Jose is really... Yeah, he does love his Masters. He's always at Amen Corner. He'll be calling back in. Don't worry. Today at the Par 3, a traditional classic at the Masters. Tuesday night, of course, they have the Champions Banquet, the dinner with all the green jackets that have ever won, though it's still alive, of course. I wonder if they leave us place setting for those green jacket winners. As, who, out of respect? Who are no, no, no longer with us. I don't know. They should do that. They should have us place setting for Masters champions from... I think there would be quite a few place settings. No. Just empty place no. settings. I would do it. You would do it? That's just me. Would you put anything on the plate, though? Would you put the food out there, too? Maybe just the appetizer. It's the appetizer. And then see if somebody else... Let him, let him wet the beak a little bit. Let's yeah. see if somebody else had the cojones to reach over. Grab no, a slippery see, shrimp. The hell no, no, out of no. here. What you do is you put the place sittings, and then you put their favorite drink yeah. just right in the middle. And then That's after a waste of alcohol, though. Everybody, now when somebody goes to the bathroom, they just <laughs> grab it and Slug it down. pretend that nobody saw it. Or they could actually invite someone. To enjoy the time. No, you only, only a family the, member. What about a family member? I don't. I don't know. Next I don't, to kin. I don't know. I know they're a tight bunch the over there. They're a tight bunch up there at Augusta, Tony. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. But you saw what happened. Jack Nicholas's grandson, who, by the way, was not even supposed to take a shot in this par three tournament. Oh, he, 
Oh, so when you told me this, I thought he was actually participating in the tournament itself. No, it's not a tournament. It's a par three. Right, so they play just, the par three holes. But he just went up there and just grabbed so the no, stick. So no, the last hole, the, the very last hole of the par three, it's Jack Nicholas, it's Gary Player, it's Tom Watson. Oh, some goats up there. It's Jack Nicholas Jr. and I mean Jack Nicholas Sr., his son, and then his grandson, his name Gary Nicholas. And Gary's a caddy. And he's in his 20s, but he's a golfer too. He's not a guy who's never played. He did not use a. He didn't pick up a club the entire day, mind you. So was he wearing the? Uh, he had the, overall the white overalls. Yeah, he was doing he has, that's what you wear. The caddies have to wear white overalls. So Jack Nicholas says to his grandson, "Hey, you want to hit a shot?" Says to his grandson okay. on the last hole, the par three. Picks out the club, hits a majestic shot, goes past the hole, and then rolls back. Slowly, 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 and falls into the cup. Maje I mean, if you don't, if you haven't seen this, you have to watch. I posted it on my Twitter feed, but you can find it. Find Jack Nicholas, Gary Nicholas, holding one at Augusta on the par three day. So that was the, that was the thrill of victory. The agony of defeat happened on the uh, same day. I can't even. I can't even. What? What happened? Ah. As a golfer named Tony Finau. Oh, forget Tony that. Finau who was qualified for his first ever Masters. So he's supposed to play and tee off on Thursday. First time ever in the Masters. He's like 26, 27 years old. He qualifies. I'm just cringing because I know what's coming. He's playing the hole one. He's got his wife and four kids there on the tee box with him, all wearing their caddies, uniforms, cute little kids. His wife's there. He gets up and he hits another magnificent shot, and it goes right into the hole. And in celebration, he runs forward onto the fairway. Off the tee box, straight down. And he's jumping around. And he's spinning around, and then his uh, left foot lands awkwardly, uh, and he dislocates his ankle, and then falls to the ground. Stands up, and then pushes it back in position. Uh, he like snaps it back. Okay, that tells me that this has happened to him before. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it tells him that's the first reaction. My foot, my my my, my ankle sideways. How about if I pop that baby back? Well, and then he gingerly walks back, and obviously he was okay, but there is uh, no way he will be able to play uh, at Augusta National. No, okay. Man. No, I think it has to mean that I would, I would be surprised if that What are you, not a doctor? You haven't him. even seen the video, Robin. No, I'm just saying that most people, if they have something go out of, like, if your shoulder for the first time ever pops out, you don't realize how to put it back in right away. You're not going to know. You're going to see your foot. Your ankle only goes, if it goes one way, you push it back the other way. <laughs> no. Right so left. But That's with your ankle, you don't have to know how many bones there are in the human but foot. But you could, you could think <laughs> that it was broken. You wouldn't realize immediately to just pop it. It's not broken. Out. It was dislocated. It popped out. Right. You but pop it back in. But you're not going to know that. You pop that it while right. it's hot. You're not going to know that right away. You're going to go, ah, you're uh, going to a doctor. Watch but it. it. Robin won't even watch the video. I won't do it. Yeah, she's uh. doing a, she, she grabbed her WebMD page and went on there and talked about how many people would pop it in. If you pop out your shoulder, you wouldn't pop it back in? I wouldn't know that that's what I had to do. No. Your sh your elbow your 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 ankle is completely the the wrong side. I would, oh, God. I would think that my freaking ankle was broken, and I'm not going to touch it until a doctor touches it. Well, That's you watch what it. I he thought. pops it back in, just like Schwarzenegger That's did. That's why I'm saying. Who was the actor that popped his? No, uh, well, William Schleich says unless you're Mel Gibson, lethal Mel weapon. Gibson He's the one who kept weapon. popping That's his shoulder right. back yes. in. Yes. Remember when he hit the wall and then yes. he had, you know, kept hitting the wall? Yeah. Because he had it happen to him a lot of times before he knew what to do. He kept hitting a wall multiple times to pop that baby back in. There was no wall. 
He was on the fairway at a, on a par three at Augusta. Which is why I'm saying that he <laughs> I'm surprised didn't he didn't get his before. wedge and just whatever club he used and just whack it back in shape. Okay, I'm going to look it up. What look was his name up. again? His name is Tony Finau, but it's, it's, it's pronounced Finau, F-E-E-N-O-W, but it's spelled F-I-N-A-U. F-I-N-A-U. Tony F-I-N-A-U qualifies for the Masters and in the par three today... Gets a hole in one. Or unless you're Eric Roberts and best of the best, because he had his shoulder popped out there. Pop it, Tommy. Tommy, pop it. I don't remember that. You don't remember, you don't remember Eric Roberts and best of the best was the Hell worst no. freaking martial arts movie ever made? He's the same character in every movie he's ever made. So nah, how would I really, remember but that? I'm, I'm, Eric Roberts, best of the best. I'm telling you, man. Check it out. It's horrible. Ridiculous, man. And then there's best of the best, too. And Did you see this video yet, Luigi? No, I, look I, it I up, won't man. watch it. I don't watch gruesome stuff. It's dude. not gruesome. It's not like Joe Theismann's knee, the bone popping out. I don't the like, bone doesn't I don't pop like, out. I don't like the human body getting contorted in different ways. I do, but it's usually on well, uh, erotic purposes and pleasurable purposes. What you know what I'm saying? I hear you, brother. That's why gymnasts. I know. Uh, there's, what, how, what, how does it go? I forget. Gymnasts. No gymnast jokes, Robin, after the scandal recently uncovered at Michigan State. Okay, but there used to be bumper stickers about, like, you know. Yeah, that's back before everybody was. Uh, Super sensitive about making comments about the no because it's like power, ballet dancers are always can... on point. Uh, no, Luigi's always on point. I are we still always... saying on fleek or is that done now? I'm done with it. I've been. I never really said it. <laughs> Bay is uh, still is still cool. No, if you say Bay within jabbing distance of me, I'm, I'm probably going to punch you right. In the yeah, face. I agree. Bay is out. Fleek is out. Fleek is out. Lit and woke are still in though. Lit and Woke are, are definitely still thriving in today's Now, is, is John still in, or is that John, John, but only when used fourth in front, because of the fourth and John kind of thing. But John still works, though. John, I, actually gave, I actually gave a, a, a great uh, ad campaign <laughs> to, to, to a very prominent national company, Dawn. Dawn, the, uh, yeah, the, the liquid the, detergent. The liquid detergent. Yeah. Because in, at, over here in Philadelphia, if they wanted to, to, to advertise, you say... One drop of Dawn does the whole John. Oh, Done. beautiful. Done. But did they get back to me? No. They'll probably steal it now. They once will it, steal it. Once they... it's passe, they'll probably bring it back. I mean, it rolls with the tongue, though, right? One drop of Dawn does the whole John. You got all John. the dirty sink, all the dishes You know who would sink? love that? Alex Holly, our gal over at Fox 29. That's true. Mm-hmm. She's a big John fan. Yeah, she is. She loves John. Trying to get her on my jaw. But... Now, did you watch the video yet, Robert? No. I have, and it's, uh, it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. But... The way he corrected it makes me think that this has happened to him before because he knew what to do. I don't understand that logic, Robin. If your if your ankle, if you twisted your ankle, okay, how is that logic? Okay, so because far what around? Robin's saying, Tony, is that the, it's possible. I don't the, know if the, that's the, the case. The calmness that he had over him to, and the know it all to just be able to just just pop the ankle back in. It means like this is something that's probably happened. She may be right. I'm, I don't know what I don't know if he had. Yeah, some people have that ankle. finger just goes boop and they can just yeah. kind of do whatever you want with it. I don't know. I would have done the same thing. I, I know I would have screamed would. like would've... a banshee, but I would have <laughs> yeah, popped it back in myself. You would have reached down there and yanked your if ankle If I saw back. my ankle was doing things that it's not possible <laughs> to do, I would at least give it a try. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of reaching down there and yanking, why don't we take a five-minute break? We do? Yeah, why don't we take a three-minute... Well, oh, we're going to yank in five minutes. That was a beautiful, yeah. beautiful we'll, segue. I'm getting good at this. I've got to give you. you. And five we'll minutes? Up. You could do it in five minutes? I could do it in three. <laughs> <laughs> you want to time me? Do it twice in five minutes <laughs> if you need to. <laughs> I need five minutes between... That, that was, uh, that's a good recovery time, <laughs> That is a good recovery time. You, well, you're why, still young. Well, that's why I last as long as I did and she would have. While we're young, hey, while we're young. Isn't that the line in... While we're young, while we're young, eh? 
Frank Thomas and I have zero in common. <laughs> zero in common. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, we'll, get, we'll take a break. We'll get back to Jose's holding, so we'll get back to him. We're gonna, we want to give him his full due because, you know, he was muted last week because of the fact that we had the phone calls break up and we couldn't do anything about it. But now the phones are working perfectly. And, by the way, the difference between our Facebook live stream and Periscope and YouTube streams tonight on the Tony Bruno Show Live brought to you by a switchboard.live yes. is that it hasn't crapped out. Nope. Like the Phillies game. No, just give it time on Facebook. Give it no, time. we never have problems with Facebook. No, no, live. I'm saying the Phillies one crapped out on Facebook? There was a lot of technical issues, apparently, for oh, what I hear. Oh, see, they don't have switchboard.live? No, see, if the Phillies were using switchboard.live. They would not have this issue exactly. at all. They would know that it's going to where it needs to go. There's no there's no delay. Exactly. Well, there's a little bit delay, but that's on purpose. And there's no, uh, there's no cuts in the stream. You don't want to cross the streams. No, you don't cross the streams. <laughs> but yes. Unless you're in a Cure Auto Insurance commercial. We, we exactly. Should, exactly. We right? should call Comcast and tell them that they need to contact Switchboard.live. Exactly right. So we should do that during the break? We'll yes. take a break. We're all going to go about not be shod. So do not go anywhere. If you are listening right now, don't go anywhere. We are only going to be gone like about three to five minutes, just long it's enough just for us to break. It's all uh, Let's go Let's do three pee. minutes. I don't need five. Go potty. Go grab a drink. We're not going to leave snack. our timeouts. You know, we don't want to leave right our back. timeouts on the floor. We're going to use our last coach's timeout and TV timeout. Um, we'll be right back. Hey, Tony, if you don't use them, you lose them. You exactly know right, yes. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.